Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in the studio, and we have a very special co-host. First time, not first time on Fish Talk Radio, but first time as a co-host. I'm very proud and pleased to introduce Mike Briggs. Uh, Mike is uh, someone I've known for some time. Uh, he's lives in Ketchikan, Alaska, uh, and been up there for, what, the last, what, five years or so, ten years? Yes. Six and a half. Six and a half. Okay. Well, he went up there and found a bride, made a baby, and uh, hopefully he's coming back down <laughs> to California. But uh, any, anyway, uh, give us just a quick um, run over. We've only got about a minute or so about about you and fishing. Obviously, we know that uh, when I went up to Alaska last time, you gave me a parting gift of about 10 pounds of king salmon, which I really <laughs> appreciated. And I even got a couple of them left, but not much. They a lot of friends. But give us a quick idea about about you. And I know you've got your own boat. And I know yep. you spent a lot of time in Ketchikan on the water. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I've been doing... I've been involved in radio and fishing for basically my whole life. I started uh, fishing when I was a kid, of course, and then uh, still as a child, basically 15-year-old, started doing radio in um, up near Bakersfield, California. Um, like you said, about six years ago, my wife and I moved up to Ketchikan and, uh, and made a home for ourselves here. I was working for some fishing lodges up here, doing sales and marketing for them, and uh, you know, it's the salmon capital of the world for a reason, and they just love, you know, love to be able to roll out of bed and basically 10 minutes later have a line in the water. Well, I'm, I've gone up to Ketchikan every year for at least the last 10, 12 years, so. and you've done a tremendous job up there. But it seems to me it's a great place to visit. I don't know those winters up there, they can get kind <laughs> of boring, don't they? Well, you know, I mean, the thing is, is that people always think of Alaska as like, you know, covered in snow and we're all living in igloos and things like that. But to be honest, I mean, the uh, the winters here are fairly mellow. I yeah, mean, just, we don't just, get temperatures below freezing very often. Well, you that's because we it's, 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 it's always raining. But anyway, Over. we're going we're gonna to come right back with you, uh, um, uh, Mike. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with you on Fish Talk Radio. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have a couple of special guests. We have Mike Briggs, who's going to be co-hosting with us today. He's been on the show before, but uh, not as a co-host, so we're very excited to have him helping out. And then we also have another good friend, Scott Brown. And every time I introduce Scott, I don't get it exactly right. I kind of know what he does, (laughs) but I'd rather have Scott introduce himself. You know, a lot of people wonder what I do for a living. Um, Anyway, I work for a company called Fiat Chrysler Automobiles. I do uh, West Coast communications, basically handle all the brands that are used to be the Chrysler Group and now include Fiat. So Ram trucks, Dodge cars, Jeeps, Chryslers, Fiats, Alfa Romeos, Mopar. Um, I got the best job in the world. <laughs> and uh, was it your prime focus is on the Dodge Ram and Jeep, or is it is it you just you you, you handle it all? Yeah, I handle it all, and you know my heart goes out to those just because I'm a truck person. So I yeah I love spending time with Jeeps and with with Ram trucks. So mm-hmm. that, 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 that's a soft spot for me. Well, we're going to try and see if we can give some people a little bit of information um, that might be some tips on not just which one to buy, uh, but what to do with them after you got them. But uh, before we do that, uh, normally September is when people wait to buy their vehicles because there's usually year-end discounts. And I know the automotive business has changed quite a bit, but is there still any truth to that? 
You know, there's a little bit of truth, but not as much as there used to be. You know, it used to be literally lights out, you know, for, for, for the old model year and lights on for the new model years, you know, in September. Um, you know, nowadays we stagger our launches. It just helps from, from a cadence standpoint, and especially when you look at a company like Fiat Chrysler, where we have six brands. You know, we'll try to try to spread some things out. So if it's a new product, I mean, we launched the Fiat 124 Spiders earlier this year as 2017 models. Wow. We launched a, we launched a Chrysler Pacifica minivan in June as a 2017 model. Um, but then with Ram trucks, our new Power Wagon, our new 2017 Power Wagon. It won't come out till late this year, mm-hmm. you know. So like the November December time frame. So mm-hmm. a lot of things. It's not as cut and dry as it used to be. We we kind of stagger that, but that still doesn't mean that there's on, on a carryover product, a product that maybe isn't all new for seventeen. Yeah, those will typically be in that September October time frame. Well, fish and talk. Yet, Fish Talk Radio is obviously focuses on the outdoors, so right. SUVs and four buys are you know probably important to us. Right. But hey, you know your wife has to drive something too, right? <laughs> That's right. So, That's so right. I know that 124. I finally saw an ad on the on the television for it the other day. You talked about it about a month ago, and um, I remember the the uh, Fiat 124 Spider um, that was gosh that had been 20 25 years ago. When was that? Yeah, I mean, it was it was 30 years ago. I think wow. it, it left the United States in the mid 80s, wow. um, and you know, it came in the late 60s. So yeah. um, that was the that was the number one selling Fiat for I think all time. In oh, the it was US. an incredible car. It was a reasonable price, and and now uh, the one that they've come out with now, you know, obviously it's 30 years later, so it's not the same car. But give give us a quick outline of what that is. Well, it's it's you know it's it's you know spiritually it's the it's the same it's a, it's a small you know European sports car two seater four cylinder motor. This one was jointly developed with Mazda. So if if people are fans of the Mazda the Miata the MX five, mm-hmm. you know this is a vehicle that was. Well, jointly I think developed. that the Miata is rear wheel drive, isn't it? Yeah, and this is this is absolutely rear wheel drive. Oh, it is. You know, wow. The, the structure, the chassis was jointly developed, and then it has the the one twenty four has a completely unique sheet metal, wow. unique powertrains. We've got Fiat motors, a yeah. little turbocharged motor. Right. Um, well, that, that gives you the weight distribution then, correct? Yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a phenomenal, again, a four-cylinder, Europe, proper European sports car. Well, here's the, here's the thing. I'm at least 6'2". Um, could, could I fit in that? You you know, you would be at the upper limits. I mean, it, you would, absolutely. I think at the launch we had somebody 6'6 six, six in the vehicle. Um, you know, granted, you know, their knees were, were they couldn't stretch out. <laughs> the but, knees around their chin, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, you, you would fit, but it would be, it would be tight. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing that really excites me is that we've been talking for the last year about that 3-liter diesel that you have that's uh, made in Italy. Yeah, so the eco-diesel motor is what we call it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a a 3-liter V6, um, 240 horsepower, 420 pound-feet of torque. Wow. 29 miles per gallon out of a a full-size truck. You know, that's better fuel economy than most cars, and you're getting that out of a truck that can haul a 9,000-pound trailer. And it's a diesel, and you could probably expect, what, three or 400,000 miles out of it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's got a longer longer oil change interval. You know, the, the service life is better than the, the engine life is better. So, yeah, a lot of really great things with that engine. But when you start it up and drive it, can you, can you, does it sound like a diesel? You know, there are, you know, 
almost all diesels are just so much more quiet now than than they were. They're not the rappy, dirty, mm-hmm. noisy engines, and unfortunately, no, no black smoke. Yeah, unfortunately, we have that image. You know, that's that's what we're kind of used to. But diesel engines now are are quiet and they're clean. Um, and and you still get the great performance and great fuel economy. Well, you've got something else, my dream car. <laughs> oh yeah. What else you putting that engine in? Uh, oh, the, the Grand Cherokee. Yeah. Wow! Can you imagine that? Yeah. Well, seven hundred miles of range. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, way longer than my bladder can. can <laughs> so yeah, it's. You know, it's especially you know for your for your your listeners. You know, your, your listeners are people that are you know traveling to fishing holes, going yeah. into Baja. I mean, there's there's nothing better than having a diesel that can mm-hmm. get you up and down the coast into your favorite locations. Mm-hmm. Gosh, now about uh, um, why don't you give me one of those for Christmas? <laughs> I deserve it. I've been good. You 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 have been good, but you know, right after I get one, how how, how about <laughs> okay. that? Yeah, okay, I get the second one, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might be a while. But no, that's because I have, you know, you've let me drive a Grand Cherokee, and they're phenomenal. They're just, yeah. and it's, you know, it's like, it's like, well, I don't want to promote GM, but, um, like, you know, it's like driving in a, you know, high-end luxury car. Yeah. And then the, uh, also that Pacifica that you mentioned, I remember a year or two ago, I rented one of those, and I was really impressed with that. Yeah. Yeah, the Grand Cherokee. I'm I'm amazed at it, how comfortable and how well it handles on the road. Um, and and then again, on the other end of the spectrum, how good off road it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the past, it, it, a lot of times a Jeep there was almost a penalty box because yeah, you there was an assumption that it was going to be great off road, um, but then the other assumption was that the fuel economy was going to be lacking, and then it's it's going to be. It's going to be a stretch on road. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be that comfortable on road. Well, the new Grand okay. Cherokee has the fuel economy, has the safety, has the mm-hmm. comfort on road, but still can be a mountain goat. Well, Scott, let's see if we can give a you know along with the entertainment and fun stuff, um, see if we can give some information to our listeners and help them some way. We've only got about two minutes left. Um, one of them, you know, it is a people that have boats. Um, is there tips that you can give to make it easier? to tow, to back up, uh, to practice, to learn, because a lot of times at the uh, launch ramps, it's fun to go down there in a lawn chair and just watch. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's entertainment, right? I'm yeah. <laughs> but uh, is there any tips that, that you can give on that? Um, you know, geez, at the risk of sounding too salesman-like, it's just amazing mm-hmm. what new technology can do for towing boats, right? Whether it's the cameras, both a bed camera and a tailgate camera that can be used to to see, you know, where the ball is when you're backing to... to oh, you can to, do that? ...to hook up. So, wow, yeah, no I mean, kidding. No, no more, like, guessing as to back where you're at or having forth, your passenger... Yeah passenger to get out to guide you but yeah. the cameras and the technology oh yeah I like, the, I like the one where the guy's backing up and his wife is pointing different directions and he's going the opposite directions because he doesn't understand their signals <laughs> you can put a camera on it and drive right up to it that's awesome 
Yeah, yeah. So little things like that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously four-wheel drive. Some of these boat wells, these boat ramps get pretty slick. Mm-hmm. You know, having a nice four-wheel drive, put it in low so you're not stressing the stuff, and mm-hmm. and and a nice uh, a nice smooth pull out, okay. of, out of a boat ramp. Um, but yeah, the, the technology um, okay. now is just amazing. Well, uh, we're gonna let you go, Scott. But okay. all I can say is that if anybody wants to go to a dealership for Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, Fiat, Alpha, and mention your name, they get 50% off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'm going to be a uh, permanent fixture on your radio show after that little statement. There you go. Okay. All right, thanks. Hold on. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. 
throat, northern black, largemouth, speckled trout, dorado, coho, flying fish, walleye, bonefish, sunfish, codfish, monkfish, shark, barracuda, tarpon, hammerhead, bluefin, tuna, great white mackerel, haddock, pollock, striper, marlin, sailfish, sockeye, king, silver. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the pleasure of Mike Briggs, who didn't really get a chance to say a word in that last segment because I was talking too much, but uh, Mike is out of Ketchikan, Alaska, and he uh, certainly enjoys fishing, been in the radio business, and so we're looking forward to maybe being able to work with him some more in the future. But we also have Clay Norris, who is with Berkeley Fishing Line, and Clay is... A great guy. He really takes good care of us, Clay, and I do appreciate that. But, you know, Berkeley, they don't make one product and sit on it for 20 years, do they? No, no. We've made a bunch, John. I mean, that's that's our core business, really, is fishing line. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I guess, I don't know, what's the obvious question? What's new? Well, actually, we've got a really exciting new product that I think, you know, we've we've talked a lot about saltwater stuff, but this is more of a freshwater orientation, to be honest with you. It is our our metered fireline, and, you know, fireline's been a big product for us the past uh, 20 years. I didn't realize you still made it. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, uh, it's our, actually our number one um, selling uh, super line, you know, non-stretch PE based line worldwide is, is Fireline. And um, we, we sell an awful lot of it, particularly in uh, the Western United States and the upper Midwestern uh, part of the United States. And uh, um, one of the things that I recall from being in Southern California a number of years ago were some of the deep lakes that you have where uh, bass and some other freshwater fish in the, in the heat of the summer go very deep. Mm-hmm. And I remember fishing a long time ago with Ronnie Kovacs um, outside of, uh, of Los Angeles. And mm-hmm. uh, we were catching bass, I think, at like 60 feet deep. Well, and try, uh, try, try, try fishing Tahoe at 300 feet. Oh, there you yeah. go. Um, so if you see fish down there on a, on a graph, it's, it's really hard to know where, you know, to find them. And what we've done with Fireline now is we've marked it every 10 feet mm-hmm. is a different color. So we've got, we've got a five-color pattern that then repeats. Um, yeah, so, so it's, it's really kind of, yeah, easy to count your line off. Like, like lead core lines so you can know how much you got out. Exactly, exactly. And and what they've done, though, you know, with lead cores and with, um, you know, conventional uh, metered lines, they're usually like 10, 10 yards or 10 meters uh, long, which doesn't help you much in a, in a freshwater type of situation or an off or an inshore situation. But when you've got 10 feet, uh, you're able to do all kinds of things. Uh, it would, you know, trolling crankbaits, uh, vertical jigging, all kinds of things. Uh, Mike, this is your opportunity. Anything you ever wanted to know about fishing line uh, is on the other end of the phone. That's uh, brilliant. And I know in Ketchikan, uh, you don't see a lot of uh, uh, microfiber. Um, you know, I've, I've, you know, I always take it at least as a backup because if you got thirty pound test, and just by some strange, you know, coincidence, you get a seventy pound halibut or thirty pound uh, salmon grab the line, and it starts running. You don't want to run out of line. But, well, that's true. 
But uh, tell us a little bit about the line uh, that you're used to using in Ketchikan. Do you guys ever use uh, now that metered line? Sounds great because uh, you know the best one of the best ways to, instead of pulls. You know, it's like you know you know you grab the line and pull it out. So, well, how deep are you? Well, I'm I'm forty pulls. Well, exactly, with, this meter, yeah. with this metered line, it's a lot uh, uh, a lot more easier and more accurate. Yeah, I mean, I've even taken to, uh, I have a reel with a line counter on it specifically for that purpose when I'm out trolling, so I know exactly how far I am, and then when I get into the fish, I can, you know, repeat that same distance each and every time, but, you know, a lot of of the reels up here don't have a line counter like that, and so you are uh, limited by, you know, I'm doing 33 pulls, I'm doing 40 pulls, like you said, and to try to kind of stay in that same ballpark, but obviously if you had that the, the line like he's talking about with it where it changes color every 10 feet that make it dramatically more e- you know easier to, to mm-hmm. repeat the same technique each time mm-hmm. yeah and Mike you said a key word and that that's repeatability I mean that's what's really special about this line and all of our field testers are talking about is when you find fish at a certain spot um, you just know let's go to green every time or let's go to you know halfway between yellow and green or whatever it is and, and you just get right back to that spot again and again Exactly. Yeah. And once you found the fish, then you can yeah, target them again, over and over, and uh, and and hopefully now, increase now the catch this, of the day. Clay, yes. I'm I'm going to qualify. Is this is this a microfiber line? Yes, it's microfiber line. It is. Uh, it we like I said we've made it for over 20 years. It's uh, we feel like all the testing that we've done for lines 30 pound and under, it's the strongest, most abrasion resistant line there is. And it just uh, it, and because of those diameters and and the fact that it's fused, it is an ideal spinning reel line. It, it has its applications for level line bait cast reels, but mm-hmm. it tends to um, you know it's thin enough that uh, you know the, the smaller diameters can uh, not be as good as a conventional braid. But well, you, it is so good for spinning reels. I mean, that's what it's really perfect. Well, you said a word that I want to kind of go back to. You said fused. Now, microfiber yeah. normally was woven. But can you explain what fuse means? Yeah, well, what we do is we start with a conventional woven braid, but then we've had a patented process at Berkeley where we fuse those fibers together. And then it is more like a kind of a cross between a monofilament and a braid when we do that. Um, and then it's because it starts as a braid, though, it has a lot more um abrasion resistance and, and structure, maybe body, than let's say our Nanofil product, where Nanofil isn't braided when we start with it. We, uh, we, we run it through another trade secret where we, where we um, <laughs> shape it and uh, make it really smooth like a mono, but it isn't as abrasion resistant. Well, again, Mike, here, here's your chance. Is there anything you ever <laughs> want to know about fishing line? Yeah, it's, I mean, it really is. It's, uh, it's fascinating. I mean, you know, we use we tend to use heavier lines up here because one, you can get hooked into a pretty large fish, even though you may be out fishing for you know seven or eight pound pinks, but you could hook into a, a thirty pound king, or like you said, I've even hooked halibut while trolling, and all of a sudden you've got a, a, a bigger fish on than your than your line. So we tend to use just heavier line all the time and I mean the, the fish tend not to be too line shy up here so it's not a, not as big of a concern mm-hmm. but you'll see people out fishing for pinks with 50 pound test on 
Yeah. yeah. Well, is yeah. that? Uh, well, I was uh, going to say our our forty, or excuse me, our twenty pound fire line um, has a straight break of around forty forty five pounds. Actually, it, it wow. we we rate it more at the knot, and and a conventional fifty pound braid is going to be about a twenty five pound break at the knot. So I mean, they're very similar, actually. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, one of these days. You're going to have to teach me how to uh, tie um, mono to the microbraid. Yeah, there's a lot of, we, we have some tips on our website and so forth. There's, Mike could probably get into this more than I can, but there are probably, what, Mike, a half a dozen different knots, depending upon everybody's kind of got their special favorite. Well, yeah, it's like the Bimini twist is like you're doing a, some sort of a yoga dance or something. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, uni to uni is a very simple knot, but yeah. it doesn't work in all occasions because yeah. it's not the very strongest. But then you've got double all brights and you've yeah. got more complicated knots than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's obviously that's, you know, if, if you don't have a, if the knot uh, isn't tight, it doesn't make any difference what you got going. Yep. And, oh, by the way, I hate to say it. Um, I don't know what was wrong when I was up there last time. I had two big bites, Mike, mm-hmm. and, and I lost them. And when I brought my line in, there was like a little curly cue on the end. And I thought, you dumb, how is that possible? And it happened to me twice. And that's not supposed to happen. You know what, you know, you know I've what seen the, it happen a couple of times. You know what that means, of course. It means the idiot that tied the line didn't do it right. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's important. Actually, if you're talking about uh, lines and line connections and knots, uh, the uh, talk a little bit about the lines themselves. Which ones, like the um, fluorocarbon, tends to be a little more brittle and has a tendency more to break at the knot? Is that right? Um, okay. Well, Mike, do you want to, from your experience, you want to answer that, or do you want me to answer it from a technical standpoint? You go ahead. <laughs> um, well, okay, compared to monofilament, fluorocarbon is a little bit stiffer and a little bit more brittle. The main thing, it brittle's kind of a tough word. Really what it is is that it um, is more susceptible to friction. So you've got to be very careful when you're tying the knots. Uh, the knots need to be tied with some kind of lubrication or wet because uh, the knots can burn um, easier. There's just more friction developed and, and can kind of melt the line at that point. So mm-hmm. you, you just got to take care. Once you tie them slow and wet, they're very strong. Um, mm-hmm. The stiffness, fluorocarbon has got more um, inherent memory than a, than a nylon does. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't soften up because it doesn't change when it gets right. wet. Mono limpens, but fluorocarbon doesn't absorb okay. water. Well, we're going to let you go. Real quick comment, though. When we're talking to Mike, the water in Alaska is not that clear. So, you know, to say fishing in Baja, where you can see the bottom at uh, 30, 40 feet, is not like that in Alaska. So fluorocarbon up there really isn't that necessary. But uh, it certainly is in Baja. Um, anyway, we're going to have to wrap it up. But let's, uh, l- let's kind of finish up with uh, Berkeley. If you have any tips on where to find it, uh, any th- and you've mentioned that we've got some new stuff coming out. Yeah, and it's at the, is it on the shelves now? 
Yep, it's going to the, um, the metered fire line that I mentioned is going to be available in stores in September. I would feel like it's going to have broad distribution after January. Uh, some of the uh, dealers will have it early, and uh, I think Bass Pro Shops and a few places like that generally take it in uh, before the beginning of the year. So um, we're widely distributed, just about you know at all of the all of the major um, right. I'd okay. say outdoor retailers. Um, this Clay, is the type Clay, of line. Clay, it's, it's always great to talk to you to learn more and more all the time. We appreciate you coming on and taking the time, and we'll hope to talk to you soon. You bet. Thanks, Clay. That Berkeley yep. fishing. Line. Honey, that sounds like rain. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we've got a couple of superstars on the air with us. 
Uh, co-hosting with me today is Mike Briggs from Ketchikan, Alaska, and mm-hmm. he's uh, uh, just not only a great guy, but uh, he's uh, he's done tremendous value up there for helping to promote Ketchikan and Clover Pass Resort. And we have uh, Eddie Dalmau, which I basically, I guess, was doing the same job for uh, Palmas de Cortez than you did for uh, Clover Pass Resort, Mike. Oh, yeah, cool. but uh, the difference is, um, he he does have you know owners and people that he works under, but the best I can tell, he runs the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, by you the know, way, by the way, Eddie, I before think, go ahead, go ahead. I think we might have met a couple of years ago. I mean, I think it was 2013 or 2012 when um, I took one of the real fun adventures down in Las Palmas and oh, uh, yeah. was fortunate enough to fish there for a couple of days and had just an absolutely wonderful time. Excellent. Yes. Uh, matter of fact, we've got one coming up in November, and I haven't talked to you much about it, Eddie. But you know, I don't have the numbers yet. But I hope you got some rooms left because I get, I think I've got probably twelve, fourteen people that say they're going to go. Good, good. Yeah, we definitely got some rooms available still, and you know, it's a great time of year to come fishing. The weather's not too too hot. Um, it's actually actually one of my favorite times of year is like November and April, kind of skirting the the real mm-hmm. hot months. So, and the fishing is still really really good during that mm-hmm. time. A lot of billfish, uh, tuna, dorado, hopefully, and uh, wahoo are always around, and some roosters always around during yeah. that time. So it's going to be a great time for you. Oh guys. yeah, I mean that is, uh, I mean if you're looking for roosters, and that, that's, you know I'll tell you what, if you asked a mm, hundred, let's say a thousand anglers. Uh, how many of them have ever caught a rooster fish? Well, first of all, if you had, don't fish saltwater, the answer is none. But even if you <laughs> fish saltwater, if you asked 100 people that fish saltwater, how many have ever caught a rooster? I would say five. Oh, yeah. No, very for sure. Sure. You know, it, it really depends on, you know, where, where you fish before. But if you've come down to the East Cape, chances are that you have caught one because uh, especially this year. This year has been a phenomenal year for rooster fish. Oh, yeah. Where it's been a really down year for Dorado um, this year and last year. It's yeah. been an incredible year for big roosters. I mean, I'm talking 60, 70 pound roosters oh, that I we landed this year. World class type roosters. And a lot of them, you know, big numbers. Uh, just like the Wahoo, too. And, a lot and, of numbers. Wahoo, Mike, you know, a the, lot of people that don't catch Wahoo, uh, you know, coming, coming down for 20 years have never caught a Wahoo are catching four or five in a trip, you know, down uh, this year. So it's just, you know, some things are down and some things are way up. Yeah. Well, as I said, you mentioned the other day, which makes sense. I don't know why, but ever since the hurricane in uh, September 2014, uh, the Dorado kind of just moved out. But the fishing is still great. It's just not there too many Dorado down there. Yeah, you know, ever since the uh, the El Nino pattern started, and that's what causes, you know, the hurricanes. The waters warm up, the hurricanes will push up into the Sea of Cortez, or they're around the, the Baja Peninsula, and then we get hit by the hurricanes. But that yeah. all comes from the El Nino patterns and the waters warming up, and then the, yeah. when the waters warm up, the Dorado either go down deep or they move up north, and that's why the fishing has been so incredible right. in Southern California the last couple of years. Oh, yeah, well, they follow the bait, and the bait uh, goes, you know, they don't like that 90-degree water. Absolutely, yeah. So they got to be in that right that little slot there where the where the water's not too cold and not too hot, and then then the fishing is phenomenal. And you know, like right now, the water temperatures are in the mid 80s um, in in uh, Los Barillas, and uh-huh. so we are getting some Dorado. I just talked to one of the captains uh, down there, and he said today he caught a, a, a nice Dorado, but 
it, you know, it used to be our bread and butter. We, we can count on you oh, know, yeah. a dozen Dorado a day for each boat, and uh, now it's not the case. You know, we are, we are still getting them, but more so than anything right now, we're catching a lot of billfish, mm -hmm. uh, blue marlin, striped marlin, Tailfish. Wow. I think Bisbee was a was a, a last week, or, or and uh, they broke records really? for the number of billfish they caught down there for the East Cape Bisbee. Um, so it's just been a phenomenal billfish season as well. Well, as a matter of fact, you you talked about the Bisbee. You've got uh, another tournament coming up pretty quick too. Yeah, October 29th, we have our big uh, fourth annual tuna shootout. It's, it's uh, very similar to the Dorado shootout, um, except that this one we don't give away uh, a truck. We actually give away the cash instead. Um, so it's going to be a great year. We've had some big tunas this year. Um, I know that the Gen Ren caught one that was like 300 and Holy I want to say just under 320 pounds down there this year. And we've caught and that a was bunch that, over that, 200. And, that was that Los Burritos? Yeah, and Los Barillas, the Jen Ren with Mark Rayer, uh, he's got a boat down there, a 35-foot Cabo, and uh, they caught a 300, and I think it was just under 320, if I'm not mistaken. I think it might have been maybe 312. But we've caught a, a few over 200 and a bunch over 100. So there's been some big tuna down there. So we're expecting to have a really good tuna shootout this year with some big fish. Well, um, Unlike the Dorado shootout where the, the winning fish again was just under 13 pounds, but, uh, you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. But you're talking about those big tuna. I'll have to tell you that uh, I love catching tuna, uh, but oh. if it's over 100 pounds, um, I'll hand off the rod. Yeah, that's <laughs> something that you do once in a lifetime. And that's about all I cannot even imagine. I, I had, uh, you know, I went on a boat a couple years ago with a friend that uh, got a 200 a little over about 225. He was on that fish for almost four hours. Oh, you know, yeah. his hand, his hand her, her hands was all cramped up, and, you know, it, and, you know, he was crippled for days afterwards. Oh, uh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. Absolutely. We've, we've seen those. We've actually had to run gas and supplies to boats before that are, that are on fish, you know, late into the evening when they're on a big fish like that. You know, typically when they're on, like, a swordfish or a big blue marlin, or or a big tuna that'll happen, you know, and, and it just gets to the point. Where well, it may it may it may it may, hours, it's yeah, not it, it may sound exciting, but it's a lot of friggin' work. It's a lot of work. A lot of work. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But, uh, um, but now the the tournament is twenty uh, ninth of October, and I assume that it's probably a good idea because it's coming up pretty quick. So it's, yeah. if you're interested, in what is the entry fee and what is the prize money? Give us some details on the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the entry fee is really, really affordable. It's $500 per team. So if you get a team per of team. four. That's four, wow. Yeah, per team. So if you get a team of four guys, which four guys can go on a cruiser with the captain and deckhand, that makes a total of six. Um, so four guys, you get your four buddies, you pay 125 bucks a piece, you're in the tournament. Um, basically, the prize money is going to depend on the number of teams. But based on, say, 100 teams, um, the prize money will be right around $35,000. So um, you can win wow. thirty five grand, And then you've got some optional cash jackpots. And this year in the Dorado Shootout, the optional cash jackpots reached over $120,000. So there's a lot of prize money to be won out there. And wow. how many days of fishing is it? It's just one day, which is what's, what's great about the shootout is anybody could win because in a three-day tournament, most of the pro teams and the guys who are professional anglers, they have a big advantage over everybody else. But in a one-day tournament, which is why it's called a shootout, um, you know, anybody can get lucky one day, catch a big tuna, and you win all the money, you know. So that's just uh, what I like about that format. So it's a one-day tournament. You come in. A lot of guys will pre-fish a couple days beforehand, and then they'll – 
they'll they'll do the tournament on on uh, on Saturday, October 29th, and it's mm-hmm. uh, basically from seven in the morning, and the scales close at four in the afternoon. Then we have the the award ceremony that evening, and we hand out all the the prizes and, and money, and then we have a ton, about a hundred thousand in in uh, raffle items. So we have all of our sponsors, wow. including Faruno and Penn, and and it goes on and on. That they donate all kinds of prizes that so, we raffle so off. I, so I I can go down there a couple of days before and tie my tuna up to the shark buoy about ten miles offshore, and then go out there and catch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have a biologist that prevents that from happening. Oh, okay. All the fish, so we know when they were caught, and, uh, and plus the sharks would probably get to that tuna before you did. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, really. But, uh, no, but it's and, good times down there. Yeah, well, that, that, that's a great thing. I mean, perfect. this is this is a real, um, you know, world class uh, fishing tournament, and and to be able to fish at that, you know, to get in at that cheap because you got what's the, what's the boat five six hundred bucks for the boat. Correct. Yeah. So five, six hundred bucks. You can get in, you know, you can get a room for about 140 bucks a night. And then you enter the tournament, you go fishing for a couple of days and you can walk, you can walk away with, you know, close to, you know, 80 to a hundred thousand dollars. If you enter all the jackpots, you know, to go across the board, you're looking at just over $3,000 and that puts you in all the jackpots and the tournament. But you divide that by four guys, you're paying less than a thousand dollars a piece, and you can walk away with about a hundred grand. So yeah, so not all, a bad, yeah. not a bad investment. So all in, everything put together, you're looking about twenty five hundred bucks. Uh, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. So it's not bad at all. You know, you can mm-hmm. get into the tournament for that, and then uh, you know, if you want to do the, the optional cash jackpot, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, that sounds great. Let's talk a little bit about the Palmas de Cortez. Uh, sure. I've been there. Obviously, Mike has been there. But mm-hmm. it is. Um, well, hey, Mike, why don't you tell us a bit about the Palmas de Cortez? You've been there. Well, I mean, what, what I really like about it is, I mean, you you're right there on the sand. You wake up in the morning, roll out of bed, and boom, you've got the dock right there. What? 20 feet away from the hotel. Yeah. And uh, and all the charters are lined up and ready to get you out there. They're selling bait right there at the at the dock, and they uh, have live bait ready to go. And then, you, I mean, you're fishing within, you know, half an hour, an hour of waking up. Your your lines are in the water, and you're on top of the fish. So, and, I mean, then, and then you come back, and you've got a... You've got an infinity pool where you can swim up to the bar and hang out, and uh, you know, I mean, it, oh yeah, tell lies really about what, tell like lies about you, the fish you dream you caught about today. on a Mexican fishing yeah, trip. Yeah, no, it's incredible, and the prices again. He said 140 bucks for a room for two people, um, and that's this is it's a high end resort. The, the other thing is keep in mind that. Um, we like to have women come down and join in the tournament, but if you want to bring a lady with you that does not want to fish, there's plenty of uh, opportunity just to sit down, relax the pool, walk around town, and I would definitely recommend that. Yeah, yeah. My wife and I went to uh, my wife and I went to Cabo last March and, and spent a few days. And on one of the days, I insisted on driving us out to Los Barriles to take a peek at that place. And she said, next time we go to Mexico, she has no desire to go to Cabo. She just wants to go to Las Palmas de Cortez and hang out for a well, few we're, She's not we're, a fisherwoman. We're, we're going down in uh, November 7th to the 11th, by the way. If anybody's interested, let me know. We've got a trip put together. It's a phenomenal deal. Uh, and we're going to go down and, and see Eddie then. So maybe we can get you to come down, Mike. But anyway, to. we're going we're to have to wrap this part up. It's uh, Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. Listen to us right on the front page. Uh, and just click it on and listen as many times as you want. And let's get ready and, and go to Los Barriles. Thank you, Eddie.
For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard-shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have Michael Briggs uh, calling and is our co-host today from Ketchikan, Alaska, and we have the pleasure of Terry Willard, who works at uh, Comanche Recreation. Uh, well, Terry, why don't you tell us the proper name and what it is you do there? Um, well, I do the marketing um, uh, events out at Lake Comanche, and what we've got going at Lake Comanche, we're a full-service, uh, year-round facility boasting 55 miles of shoreline for hiking, fishing, boating, RV, and tent camping. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have 250 sites at North Shore. And wow. 329 at South Shore with an wow. additional 200 full hookups. Wow. Sites. 
Um, and Lake Comanche offers marinas on both shores with a variety of boat rentals, kayak and paddleboard rentals. And some other other amenities are, are North Shore Cafe, uh, ice cream parlor, uh, cottage rentals, boat in camping, equestrian camping, uh, long and short term RV, uh, tennis, basketball, children's playgrounds, laundry facilities, you name it, we got it. Wow. Well, one thing, uh, Comanche sounds like an Indian tribe, but it's not, and it's not spelled that way. Can you clarify that? that that's correct. It's it's spelled C-A, not Comanche like C-O. It's C-A-M-A-N-C-H-E. And uh, the, the other thing I wanted to make sure for our fishermen out there is that they know that we are stocking Mount Lyons and trout from when it cools down on October all the way through till May. No way. Weekly. Wow. Yeah. And uh, what's, what size of the, the trout that you're putting in? Um, the minimum is uh, a pound, but ten oh, percent wow. of every drop is trophy size between wow. five and eight pounds. Wow! I mean, a, a one-pound trout—that's so that's a big trout. Yeah. Because yeah. I think you know, typically you're thinking you know maybe between a half pound and a pound is a pretty. I mean, that's pan size, but you know, it's not just a little wiggly thing. It's 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 a real deal. But, no, these uh, are all catchable. Yeah. Catchable and, you know, edi- and edible. Go ahead, Mike. Yes. Yeah, John mentioned that, you know, I'm I'm calling in from Alaska. Where exactly is Lake Comanche? Where from? Lake, Lake Comanche is a two and a half hours east of San Francisco, and it's hours okay. south of Sacramento. It's just when you start into the foothills, so it's not, mm-hmm. the elevation isn't too high, it's not too hard to get to, and you're in the gold country. Gotcha. Well, we got some other place we have to add to our list, right, Mike? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that already. <laughs> yeah, we also have some great bass fishing, catfish, and crappie fishing out here. Excellent. <clears throat> and how big is that lake? Well, we're uh, over 10 miles long. Whoa. Um, so it's, it's, and we have one section that's good for fishing because there's uh you can't go very fast in your boat, and the other part is definitely during the summertime great for recreation because you can open it up. There you go. Get yeah. some jet skis and the sail and uh, 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 skiers, and, and yeah, that's that's awesome. And apparently, it sounds like whatever you're looking for, one place or the other, you got it. We absolutely do. Mm-hmm. And to get in touch with you, I I always suggest that you go to Cal Parks. Company.com, C A L P R K S C O.com. And you can also go to your website, which is Comanche, is it Comanche Recreation.com? It's, it's, it's Lake Comanche Resort.com. Lake Comanche Resort.com. Okay, but just go to CalParksCO.com or Google it and it pops up anywhere. We suggest yes. if you're going to be on the West Coast, you got to stop by and check that out and spend a couple of days. Terry, yeah, we appreciate it. talk to Terry. There you go, Terry. I'll <laughs> tell you what, you're going to talk to Terry and she'll give you a heck of a deal. Thank you, That's Terry. Right. Ready. Thank Thanks. you so much, John. Great job, Terry. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Right. Bye. Let's talk soon. Okay. You gone fishing.